are elite. For everything you need to know about Mercedes Monet's AEW debut, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. A big reveal on last night's NXT. That's your spoiler warning right there. Plus a controversial angle plan for SmackDown. And we pay homage to Mr. Wrestling 2. For Thursday, June the 11th, 2020, this is your Cultaholic Wrestling News. Yeah, Maverick and Phantasma standing in the center of the ring trying to keep the masked men at bay. We know their intentions can't be good. Oh, 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 what about El Eo Del Fantasma's intentions? Oh, oh my God. God! Wait a minute! El Eo Del Fantasma and the two masked men just beating down Drake Maverick so much for respect and sportsmanship from the new NXT Cruiserweight Champion. What? What? Well, Mendoza and Joaquin Wild. I thought they were kidnapped. Oh, Phantom Driver by El Eo Del Fantasma. This does not bode well for Drake Come Maverick. On. What the? I am Santos Escobar. I'm the NXT Cruiserweight Champion. And no one can touch me. Splashes from Wild and Mendoza, and I believe Elio Del Fantasma just revealed himself to be Santos Escobar. Behind the mask is Santos Escobar. Big reveal last night on NXT as NXT's interim cruiserweight champion, El Hijo del Fantasma, was revealed as the man behind the masked attackers over the last couple of weeks on NXT. Uh, He ended up attacking Drake Maverick along with them, pulling off his mask and announcing himself, as you heard there, as Santos Escobar. This is 
is quite the revelation. I think a few people predicted that it would end up being Phantasma slash Escobar as the man behind the masked attackers. And I'm fine with it. I'm really intrigued by where this story is going to go. Incidentally, it's worth noting that they have stopped using the word interim when it comes to Santos Escobar as cruiserweight champion. He's just the cruiserweight champion. Jordan Devlin never lost the belt. He's currently stuck in Ireland. So I would imagine that once everything gets back to normal, the first thing we'll see is Santos Escobar versus Jordan Devlin. We'll talk more on NXT later on today. NXT graded on the Cultaholic YouTube channel coming up where you and I will go through last night's episode of Black and Gold Brand Telly and we'll give everything a grade. Proceed with your testing and only take a minute or two to prove one way or another whether or not Shawn Michaels has been taking drugs. However, Shane and I were talking before, before we came out tonight. I was wondering... What you might say in a set of circumstances like this, Sean, I mean, before this test proves you to be positive, would you, uh, would you like to apologize to your family or, I was just wondering what you might want to say. Hey guys, why don't you, why don't you hand Sean this mic? Hand him the mic. You know what, Sean, there's an old classic saying, and what he should have said is, Dad, just say no. A lot of good messages right here, guys. A lot of good messages. You're enjoying this, aren't you? You know, Shane, there's another old classic saying. And it goes a little something like this. Doc, it's better to be pissed off than pissed off. Wrestling historians will remember that one from 2006. Shawn Michaels peeing into a cup to determine whether or not he is on drugs by order of Vince McMahon. It was a live segment on Monday Night Raw back in the day. It was weird then. It'd be weird if they did it now, wouldn't it? Yeah, a little bit. Well, according to Gary Cassidy and Sports Keeda, this Friday SmackDown will see something similar. So apparently... For tomorrow night's show, Sheamus and Jeff Hardy will be in the ring to sign a contract for their match at Backlash. And apparently, as requirement for Sheamus to face Jeff Hardy, Sheamus makes Hardy submit a drug test and has to take a urine test immediately. In the segment will see Sheamus just verbally assaulting Jeff Hardy whilst he's taking the test. And then Jeff Hardy throwing said test over Sheamus at the end. So we're going back in time for this one. Intrigued to know how we stand on this in 2020. Whether or not it's controversial, whether or not it's shocking, whether or not it's just a bit grim. I'm not entirely sure. But we'll see it play out in front of our very eyes on SmackDown. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. 
Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey everyone, I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Speaking of the man originally involved in the P-Test stories on wrestling television, Shawn Michaels was in a heated backstage argument at NXT TakeOver. Now, this comes from Fightful Select, who say that uh, Shawn and another producer on the show uh, got into a discussion over Black Lives Matter. Uh, the other producer claimed that everyone already gets treated the same in America, and this really angered Sean, who attempted to explain systematic prejudice and inequality to said other producer. Now, the argument wasn't uh, wasn't revealed to the locker room until the next day. However, uh, it was said that Michaels was very professional, continued to work alongside the person for the rest of of that takeover following the argument. Don't know how heated it got from either side, but it's quite refreshing to hear Shawn Michaels in heated argument backstage and not result in him walking out. We're clearly not in the late 90s anymore. So after Diana Perrazzo made her Impact debut attacking Jordan Grace on Tuesday, there are more names being teased to follow Diana there from WWE. EC3 posted a video of himself watching the Impact Wrestling breaking news video that aired recently on the TV show. Uh, he was drinking out of an EC3 2015 for Champ mug, uh, which was quite telling, arcing back to his title run in TNA back in the day. Uh, the video is also accompanied by the caption, New World, My Rules, Nostalgia is Dead, Clickbait. Also in a backstage segment on Impact this past week, Rhino teased that Heath Slater will be joining the company. Rhino, when asked about having a tag team partner, says he already has a tag team partner and he has kids. Obviously a reference uh, to our boy Heath. Whether or not this was just a little nudge, uh, a little nudge and a wink to the camera, or whether or not this is a slow tease, for somebody coming in to Impact Wrestling. We will find out. Uh, incidentally, next week on Impact, two title matches are going to be airing. The Rascals challenging the North for the Impact Tag Team titles. And Moose continues to defend uh, his found TNA World Heavyweight Championship against Hernandez. Uh, he's been calling himself the TNA champion since April when he turned up at Rebellion wearing the belts. As Mr. TNA, he's now defending sort of an old-school championship, which I quite like. NXT UK has pretty much been on hiatus since March. There were plans, of course, to do TakeOver in Dublin, which never panned out as a result of the pandemic, and that show was moved to October. Can confirm with you today that the July TV taping scheduled for Glasgow have officially been cancelled as well. Uh, the venue announced it just last night and saying the ticket holders will be contacted by their ticket providers shortly. Uh, from here, there is actually nothing booked in for NXT UK until TakeOver Dublin 
in October. No sign of tapings or anything like that. Uh, and they continue just to roll out sort of best ofs and highlights from NXT UK uh, with Andy Shepard hosting inserts from his home, which is lovely, you know. But uh, I don't know. It's a shame that NXT UK seems to have been uh, put to one side. And I get it. The whole There's a whole lot of other stuff going on that WWE are focusing on. And sadly, NXT UK is at the back of the queue of things to worry about. WWE has announced that Tegan Knox and Shotzi Blackheart will challenge for the women's tag team titles on NXT next week. Bailey and Sasha Banks, all the Iconics, or Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross will face them, depending on the outcome of that triple threat match at Sunday's Backlash pay-per-view. Also next week, the men's tag team title will be online uh, for NXT as Imperium defend their NXT tag titles against Breezango. Actually, loads of tag team title matches across the wrestling sphere on Wednesday as the AEW World Tag Team titles will be on the line as well. Kenny Omega and Hangman Page defending against the Natural Nightmares, Dustin Rhodes and QT Marshall. There's been uh, some, some dissension, kind of, between Dustin Rhodes and QT Marshall as of late uh, because of... Dusty about the Bunny and Marshall's recent uh, getting together. We'll see whether that plays into the match next week. The reigning NWA champion Nick Aldis spoke to This Is Wrestling about who he would like to defend the title against in the future. He says, the one that may surprise people, but I really have faith that could really make magic with is Joe Hennig, Curtis Axel in WWE. I'm getting excited just talking about it. But Joe and I attended Harley Race's camp together in 2007. He's just started wrestling and he was such a natural. I couldn't believe it. I was just so envious. His perfect footwork and takes he takes his perfect crisp flat back bumps, perfect drop kick. I was like, I've been doing this for four years and I can't do that. If anyone saw the build towards me and Cody and the emotion attached to that because of Dusty and because of what it meant to Cody, it's genuine. It's real. What it genuinely meant to Cody to get a shot at that title, what it meant to his family. I think a lot of the same elements exist with Joe Hennig, except with Hennig, it's a real point to prove with him. I think two guys around the same age with very different paths, but sort of converging at the same point in time with his ultimate prize on the line, but both with real significant points to prove. I think it's pretty hard to go wrong with that. Nick Aldis has just talked me into the building for Hennig versus Aldis. Bullet Club alumni Doc Gallows appeared on Tamas Island, Tamatonga's podcast, to talk about his time in New Japan. A lot of other stuff was talked about, uh, but he was very outspoken about how important Bullet Club are uh, to wrestling at the moment. Quote, the effing Bullet Club revolutionized professional wrestling. And if somebody hears this and they're mad about it, sorry, fight me. There's, if there's no Bullet Club, there's no AEW. If there's no Bullet Club, there's no growth in professional wrestling. If there's no Bullet Club, there really is no reason to have an NXT because why do you turn developmental into indie heaven and hire everybody? There's no reason to do it. I'm sorry, guys. Get mad at me. It's the effing truth. If there's no Bullet Club, the resurgence of professional wrestling doesn't happen. Am I a big part of it? No. But professional wrestling advanced because of what the Bullet Club was in Japan. That's why they brought us. They effing wined and dined us and then they fired us. Hear the rest of uh, his chats with Tamatonga on Tama's Island podcast. It's a really cool listen. 
In an interview with CBS Sports, The Undertaker's opened up about whether or not Brock Lesnar was the right choice to break the streak at WrestleMania 30. Undertaker says, Obviously in Vince's mindset, if it's not Brock, then who? My biggest concern was I just wanted to make sure that McMahon was sure and that's what he wanted to do. I didn't feel like Brock needed it. Brock was already a huge star and it wasn't going to help him one way or another. My only concern was there might have been someone down the line that could have benefited from it and probably would have been Roman later on. That's with hindsight being 2020. But if I was going to be get beat by someone, Brock was a guy who had the credentials. Matt Riddle talking about the bros await with Alex McCarthy on TalkSport. He previously said that he and Dunn weren't supposed to win the Dusty Cup. And during the TalkSport chat, he revealed that WWE only planned to keep the bros awaits together for a couple of weeks before disbanding them. He said, bro, my eggs were all in that bros await basket. I'll be honest, they put us together and we formed a team and I don't care. I think we were supposed to last more than a couple of weeks, but the fans loved it. We were working really hard and really well together and we got along pretty well too, but we have pretty good minds for wrestling. Be it on the indies or in NXT or WWE, we had it going and we had a history. It was probably one of my favorite things to do in wrestling since I've been a part of WWE. Unfortunately, these events happened and I know we're on track to defend the titles at WrestleMania, but we were. I don't know what was gonna happen after that. Riddle and Dunn, who were only meant to be together for a bit, defying the odds thanks to crowd support to continue the bros awaits for a little longer. That is until a pandemic took them away from us. Let me tell you something. Superstar, let me tell you something. This is one time, pal. You overstepped yourself. There's been a lot of guys in line to wrestle you. But let me tell you, I'm no two anymore. I'm one, pal. I'm number one. And everybody, anywhere, is gonna have to follow me. Because you're mine. I got you. I've got you in a match, pal. One you can't escape from me. Your mind, your body, and your soul is mine. worked for nearly 10 years uh, as Johnny Walker and then retired. He came back a couple of years later as the grappler, then retired again in the the early 70s. And then when he came out of the second retirement, it was his run as Mr. Wrestling 2 that really put him on the map. He was teaming with the original Mr. Wrestling, Tim Woods, for a while. He worked in Florida and Georgia, a 10-time heavyweight champion in Georgia. Had a, had a very memorable feud with Magnum TA as part of Mid-South. Did some stuff for Continental Championship Wrestling, for the WWF, for a few other places before retiring in 1990. One of my favorite stories about Mr. Wrestling 2 is that one of his biggest fans was former U.S. President Jimmy Carter. Him and his mother loved Mr. Wrestling too, and he was invited to Jimmy Carter's inauguration. He was asked if he he asked if he could wear his mask, and they said, "Well, no, it's a Secret Service issue, so you can't wear your mask." So he declined. He didn't go. 
because he couldn't wear his mask. That is commitment to the gimmick right up until the end. Uh, big love to the family of Johnny Walker. Uh, he leaves behind three sons. His wife, Olivia, passed away in 2000. Uh, but she used to make robes for Ric Flair. Fun fact for you. Nothing but love and respect to the friends and family and the memory of Mr. Wrestling 2, Johnny Walker. And that will do it for your Cultaholic Wrestling News for today on the YouTube channel later on. NXT graded, AEW graded with Jack and the AEWTF moments as well here with Ross Tweddle too. And on the Cultaholic podcast feed, if you haven't done so already, uh, hear my chat with SoCalVal. Find out how one music video encouraged her to take on a life in the world of professional wrestling. I remember the Creed video, My Sacrifice. Oh, wow. Playing. Yeah, I could listen to it and cry like on the spot. Oh my God, it makes me want to cry right now. I was at a, um, a show, actually, Randy Orton, who was a friend of mine, um, she used to do his website, really sweet girl in California, got tickets from him and sat with his family and we were hanging out at the, at the, uh, you know, at the big arena and they played that video to the big crowd. I looked at my friend, I said, that's what I want to do with my life. That is it. And it's so it's so crazy because I was so in love with it for such a such a long time. But that video was kind of when I went, okay, this is what I want to do. And it showed like the storylines and the women, and that was that was it for me. Isn't it funny how that one song? <laughs> And at Cultaholic.com right now, 10 things that you never knew about Stone Cold Steve Austin, including how he felt about teaming with Brian Pillman to form the Hollywood Blondes. Spoiler, wasn't a fan at first. Read all about that and loads more that you may not know about the Texas Rattlesnake. That's right now at Cultaholic.com. I will speak to you tomorrow. Don't forget to join us. Love you, bye.
Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the new Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. 